Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, whenever you happen to be listening to this podcast. This is the Jayhawker Talker Podcast, a podcast affiliated with the Heartland College Sports Podcast Network. My name is Mark Van Sickle. Before we get rolling with today's episode, don't forget to download, subscribe, give this a five-star rating, and of course, tell five friends who love the Jayhawks about the Jayhawker Talker Podcast. We'll keep this thing rolling from there. So this episode, we got a jam-packed Jayhawker Talker episode for you today. All eyes are going to be on Lawrence, Kansas this Saturday because big noon kickoff will be in Lawrence. Going to talk about that. Uh, KU hosting Oklahoma, top five team in the nation. So we'll get into that coming up at the end of the episode today because I want to get into some basketball news first. The basketball season, of course, is going to be starting here in just about a week, technically Less than a week away until the first exhibition game of the season. Got KU traveling to Illinois for a special exhibition game. And then you've got the exhibition game against uh, Fort Hayes State. That's the one that's coming up next week. I blanked for a second, but yes, in, in my head I see it. Fort Hayes State, November 1st. That is going to be a fun one as well. So you got Illinois, which that one will be aired on Big Ten Network. Fort Hayes State, another uh, November 1st game. So these exhibitions are quickly approaching here uh, for Kansas basketball. But before we get into that, let's talk about some stuff that's going on with the Jayhawk program behind the scenes and up front as well because last week, KU was at Big 12 Media Days, talked about it a little bit last week on the podcast, uh, but it was going on when I was recording. That happens sometimes, get breaking news while I'm recording the episode, and then it takes a while to get back to you a week later. So not going to dive too much into the Big 12 Media Days. There wasn't a whole lot said uh, that you probably haven't seen already, but my favorite quote was uh, Hunter Dickinson saying that he loves the fact that everybody's going to be coming after Kansas, and he loves their number one because they're going to get everybody's best shot. And that's going to be exciting because it's a little bit of trash talk. You see Hunter Dickinson coming after it. The new guy on the block. The new guy on the block's the one coming out here with this trash talk. So I I know that the other guys, uh, you know, Dewan Harris, Kevin McCuller Jr., those guys aren't going to be stepping out and talking trash. They're going to be letting their talk on the court uh, speak for itself. But to have a guy like Hunter Dickinson, they like having a guy like Hunter Dickinson on their team that's going to go out there and talk trash, maybe get a little bit dirty out there on the court, uh, maybe throw some bows if he has to. But Hunter Dickinson can say stuff like that because if you look at the AP preseason All-American list, right there at the top, Hunter Dickinson from Kansas. That's right. Hunter Dickinson lined up alongside Zach Eady from Purdue, Armando Baycott from North Carolina, Kyle Filipowski from Duke, and Tyler Kolick from uh, Marquette. So those are the top five preseason All-American team right there. Hunter Dickinson again at the top of the list from Kansas. You'll love to see it. Uh, Zach Eady was the uh, lone unanimous selection, but Hunter Dickinson right there alongside of him and You love that it's the first year for Hunter Dickinson who averaged 18.5 points and 9 rebounds per game last year at Michigan who can come in here and be just as productive, if not more productive, than he was 
over there at Michigan. Because teams are going to have to, if they want to double-team Hunter Dickinson, then they're going to leave somebody else open that's just as capable. So that's going to be something to watch. Speaking of something to watch, how about this uh, this Bob Cousy point guard of the year watch list? You know who's on that. You know who's on that watch list. It is Dewan Harris Jr., one of the best point guards in the nation the last couple of years. Of course, he was the point guard on KU's national championship team, uh, was the leader, silent leader on the team last year. Uh, love seeing what he's been doing behind the scenes, integrating all these new players, helping them get to where this team wants to go. So you've got preseason point guard of the year watch list, DeWan Harris Jr. right there, the Bob Cousy point guard of the year. Uh, he will be there till the very end. I would not be surprised if DeWan Harris Jr. gets the award by the end of the season. Uh, he's just that type of player. So that's something to keep an eye on as we get the season underway. And then you've also got the Jerry West shooting guard of the year watch list that just came out as well. And Kevin McCuller Jr. is right there near the top of the list. So congratulations to Kevin McCuller Jr. on being named to the preseason Jerry West shooting guard of the year watch list. Uh, you've got another congratulations, I want to say, to... Dewan Harris Jr. being named to the preseason Bob Cousy point guard of the year watch list. And congratulations to Hunter Dickinson being named to the AP preseason All-American list as well. So that's fun to see. That's fun to see, especially since you've got the season less than a week away with these uh, with these exhibition games coming up. So let's get into the Illinois game. October 29th, this game is going to be at Illinois. And this is a big game for a few reasons. One, they wanted to get together and have a exhibition for charity. This is going to be, it was going to be a closed scrimmage actually, but they opened it up to the public because Bill Self, former head coach at Illinois, current head coach Brad Underwood at Illinois agreed to open it up to raise money for the Maui Strong Fund. Both of these schools Illinois and Kansas have competed in the Maui Invitational. KU is set to compete in the Maui Invitational this year. Uh, All the details on that will be coming out soon. Of course, that tournament happens over Thanksgiving break. But you've got two teams in Kansas and Illinois. Two top 25 teams. Of course, Kansas, we talked about it last week on the podcast, preseason number one, AP preseason number one. And Illinois preseason ranked number 25. So both these teams in the top 25 to start the season. And the this will be a, I wouldn't say soft launch to the season, but these two teams, if it was going to be a closed scrimmage, I don't know if it would be quite as intense. But when you got an open scrimmage to where fans from both sides of the aisle are going to be there, you're going to have Illinois fans, you're going to have KU fans, and they decide to split the ticket count down the middle 50-50, even though the game is going to be at State Farm Center in Illinois, Champaign, Illinois. That's where it's going to be, home of Illinois. But they're going to split the ticket count 50-50 so that each school will have the equal amount of allotted tickets and all the money, like I said, going to the Maui Strong Fund and this is going to be the first exhibition game of the season for Bill Self and the Kansas Jayhawks. Of course, they had some over the summer down in Puerto Rico, but this is when you're really starting to get into the season uh, right before regular season games start. 
And you know that these guys are going to get back into it. And Hunter Dickinson being one of the AP preseason All-American picks, going back to Illinois is going to be interesting for him too because he played in the Big Ten the last three years. So this is not going to be a new place for him. Of course, Bill Self going back as the former head coach at Illinois. That's going to be something to keep an eye on as well. And this game is going to be featured on the Big Ten Network. So if you have Big Ten Network, you will be able to watch this game coming up here Sunday, October 29th. This game is going to be featured on the Big Ten Network 5 p.m. in the afternoon. That's going to be when this game is televised on Big Ten Network. And it's supposed to be structured like a traditional game. So that's what's going to be happening uh, this Sunday, October 29th, 5 p.m. on the Big Ten Network, Kansas and Illinois in a exhibition game that will be supporting the Maui Strong Fund. Very excited to see that for Kansas. And then, of course, after that, after the Illinois game, you've got Fort Hayes State coming up on November 1st, so just over a week away now. And then you're getting into the regular season after that. So exhibitions against Illinois and Fort Hayes State. They're playing at Illinois on October 29th this Sunday, 5 o'clock on Big Ten Network. And then you've got Fort Hayes State, an exhibition game at home at Allen Fieldhouse in Lawrence, Kansas on November 1st. I'm pretty sure that game, I don't see this right now in front of me, but I'm pretty sure that game is going to be on ESPN+. Plus. I'll keep you guys updated on that next week on the podcast when we get into that game. So that's good times for the Kansas basketball program and preseason AP number one. You've got Hunter Dickinson on the AP preseason All-American list. You've got Kevin McCuller Jr. on the preseason Jerry West shooting guard of the war. Uh, shooting guard of the year watch list. And then you've got Dewan Harris Jr. Preseason Bob Cousy point guard of the year watch list. A lot of good stuff happening around the Kansas basketball program. Now let's get into some football, shall we? This is going to be a big weekend out there at David Booth, Kansas Memorial Stadium. The Booth, as we like to call it around here. This is going to be a huge weekend in Lawrence. Because Big Noon kickoff on Fox will be live at the Hill in Lawrence, Kansas. That's right. Fox coming to Lawrence to put on their big college football show on Saturday. You're going to have all the all the likes of Brady Quinn. You've got, who else is in that show? I just remember Brady Quinn because he's on that Fox morning show that I listen to when I'm driving into work every day. We've got Matt Leinert. Mark Ingram, Brady Quinn, Urban Meyer. I I thought that uh, Reggie Bush used to be on that show, but I guess not this week at least. It looks like Mark Ingram is going to be there in his place for uh, Kansas to take on number six, Oklahoma. And if you look at the schedule for this weekend, of course, 11 a.m. kickoff. It's going to be an early kickoff. But we've got the parking lots for the football, parking pass holders opening at 6 a.m., Then you've got the Fox Fan Pit opening at 7 a.m. Shuttle start running from downtown and Lot 54 at 7 a.m. as well. You've got the 8 a.m. Fox pregame party that starts uh, at 8 a.m., like I said. So, And then uh, 9 a.m. is when the big noon kickoff live from the hill really kicks off and starts officially. So it should be a great time 
with the uh, Fox crew out there in Lawrence on the Hill on Saturday. Last year, I got to go out there for when college game day ESPN came for that game, uh, TCU and KU, when both teams were undefeated, both top 25 teams back then at that point. Last season, it was a huge game for the Jayhawks. And uh, we all know what happened in that one. Jalen Daniels got hurt. Uh, KU uh, actually put up a bit uh, fight. They lost that one 38-31, but it was a good game. And uh, college game day was out there. It was an electric atmosphere. And I'm expecting more of that this Saturday from all of you Jayhawk fans out there in Lawrence. Man, I'm looking at some of these hype videos on Twitter. And, oh, man, I cannot wait for this. You can always check out my Twitter, at JayhawkerTalker. I'm going to post some of these videos up on there. For the big noon kickoff hype, I'll post the uh, the schedule for what's going on with the timeline of the events for big noon kickoff on Saturday. And it's just going to be a fun time out there in Lawrence, Kansas. So you've got uh, the Fox show that's going to be uh, big noon kickoff. 9 a.m. is when it starts. And for as far as football goes, Kansas started out the season once again. Thought that they were going to be... Uh, a lot of people thought that they were going to maybe drop off a little bit this year, but I always thought that they had a chance to win eight to nine games this season, and people always looked at me funny, but they're 5-2 and two on the season, and they're exactly where I thought they were going to be. If you go to my preseason predictions over at, a, at heartlandcollegesports.com, you can go check out my article. Just look up uh, Kansas football. You'll be able to find my article from back in August. I predicted Kansas would win nine games in the regular season and ten in a bowl game. So I had them beating Missouri State exactly how they did. I had them beating Illinois. I had them beating Nevada. I had them beating BYU. I had KU starting 4-0 on the season, and that's how they started. Then I had them losing at Texas, which is what happened, kind of expected, although Jalen Daniels, Again, with the back injury, could not go in that Texas game. Jalen, uh, Jason Bean just put out there last second to start for Jalen Daniels. Could things have been differently if he had a full week to prepare? Maybe. But KU loses at Texas. Kind of figured that would happen. 4-1 and one at that point on the season. Then UCF, their first year in the Big 12, they fly to Lawrence, Kansas. Uh, take on the Jayhawks. KU wins that one 51-22. KU moves to 5-1 and one on the season. Then they go to Oklahoma State. KU ranked number 23 in the nation at that point. They lose 39-32 on the road at Oklahoma State. I actually had that game on the record. I thought that KU would lose that game at Oklahoma State. So now the Jayhawks, 5-2 and two on the season, coming off of a bye week, hosting Oklahoma, the Oklahoma Sooners, in Lawrence, at the booth, with big noon kickoff from Fox showing up there. This is going to be a big game. Oklahoma, number six in the nation. They are 7-0 on the season. Beating Texas a couple of weeks ago in the Red River rivalry, 34-30. Last week, here's the thing. Here's the thing about Oklahoma. They win at home against UCF last week, 31-29. A game that came down to the wire. 
Oklahoma needed two fourth-quarter touchdowns to take a 31-23 lead. UCF scores a touchdown with a minute 16 left and could not convert on their two-point conversion, and they and Oklahoma wins at 31-29. If UCF gets their two-point conversion, that game could go into overtime and it's anybody's game. So was Oklahoma looking ahead to Kansas and big noon kickoff on Fox? I don't think so. I think that UCF just played a great game. John Reese Plumley was back as the starting quarterback for UCF. That was a big help for them. Will Jalen Daniels be back for the University of Kansas? If Jalen Daniels makes a triumphant return at the booth on Saturday, 11 a.m. kickoff at the booth, that would be a huge boost for the Kansas Jayhawks, and I think they could pull off the upset. I really do. If Jalen Daniels starts for Kansas and can play a full game healthy, I think that they can knock off the Oklahoma Sooners. Oklahoma 10-point favorite going into this game. So I think that's kind of showing their hand. I think that they believe Jason Bean will probably be the starter this week. Check for that as the week goes along. KU doesn't have to put out any injury reports uh, into the universe. Usually they say about a day before who the starting quarterback is going to be. If it is Jason Bean that's the starter, Kansas can win. They went down to Oklahoma last year and played them to a 10-point game in Oklahoma last year. The thing with Jason Bean is he throws too many interceptions. He turns the ball over too much. If he could stop throwing the interceptions, they probably would beat Oklahoma State last week. Probably be 6-1 and one on the season. They had the lead in the red zone. He threw an interception. Oklahoma State goes down, scores, ends up taking the lead, doesn't look back. So... If Jason Bean starts and plays against Oklahoma, they can win. He just needs to limit the turnovers. If Jalen Daniels is back in the starting lineup, look out. Kansas, I, I'm telling you right now, if Jalen Daniels starts, I'm picking the Kansas Jayhawks to win. I'm keeping an eye out on that, and I will I will be uh, posting on social media. At Talker is the Twitter account, the X account, I guess is what they call it now. Uh, so follow at Jayhawker Talker, and and we'll we'll keep you posted on what's going on with Jalen Daniels leading up to that game against Oklahoma. Again, it's going to be a fun atmosphere. Get out there, get out to Lawrence, Kansas on Saturday if you're a Jayhawks fan. Big noon kickoff, the big Saturday college show for Fox is going to be out there. It's going to be an electric atmosphere, just like it was last year for College Game Day. I cannot wait to see what happens out there on Saturday. And I really want to see a Jayhawks win. I predicted that they would upset Oklahoma in this game. That was back when I thought Jalen Daniels was going to be healthy for the entire season. Boy, was I wrong. But if Jalen Daniels goes out there and starts, KU gets the win over Oklahoma. I'm calling it right now. You heard it here first on the Jayhawker Talker podcast. All right, that's going to do it for today's episode. You can always get at me on Twitter, at Jayhawker Talker. We can keep the conversation going there. My name is Mark Van Sickle. You've been listening to the Jayhawker Talker podcast in affiliation with the Heartland College Sports Podcast Network. Go ahead and check out my latest article over there at heartlandcollegesports.com. And until next time, rock chalk, Jayhawk.